Hi, everyone, and uh, welcome to Square Mile of Murder. I'm Taylor, and that's Kat. Hello. And we are back today with one more Halloween short bonus episode. We hope you've enjoyed all of them so far. This is the last little one. And who better to finish off our special spooky short story celebration with than the master of the macabre himself, one Edgar Allan Poe. Very excited about this because I've seen like a an episode of BuzzFeed Unsolved on Edgar Allan Poe and that's all I know. Well, I did not watch that episode in my research just pulled it from other places so hopefully there won't be too much overlap hopefully you'll learn something new yes right so the man known for writing stories and poems filled with gruesome and mysterious deaths that's who we're gonna look at so the writer who brought us gothic classics like the raven the cask of amontillado the pit and the pendulum and of course the telltale heart lived a fascinating life but that life is not the focus of today's story. Instead, today we are going to focus on Poe's death. You see, over 170 years after Poe died, people still can't figure out his cause of death. Still don't know. So That's uh, quite the mystery. It is. 170 years, did you say? Yeah, it's, been, it's like 171. Yeah. This month, actually. Oh. So... It's a long time. So, let's dig into the details, shall we? On October 3rd, 1849, Edgar Allan Poe was found delirious at uh, Gunner's Hall, also known as Ryan's Tavern, in Baltimore. It was election day, and Gunner's Hall was uh, a polling location for Baltimore's fourth ward. So, Joseph Walker found a man lying in the gutter, delirious, and dressed in shabby clothes that clearly were not his own. Uh, the man was only semi-conscious and wasn't able to move, and indeed the man was Edgar Allan Poe. So Walker was worried about the poet and asked if there was anyone in Baltimore who could help him. Poe gave him the name of a magazine editor uh, with medical training, Joseph E. Snodgrass, and yes, that is his real name. I love that name. Yes. That is actually what Max gets called when he's in trouble, <laughs> as in the, my cat, Max. Uh, it's just great. Snodgrass. Snodgrass. So Walker sent a letter to, to Snodgrass asking for help. So the letter read, Dear Sir, there is a gentleman rather the worse for wear at Ryan's Fourth Ward Poles who goes under the cognomen of Edgar A. Poe, and who appears in great distress, and he says he is acquainted with you. He is in need of immediate assistance. Yours in haste, Joss W. Walker to Dr. J. E. Snodgrass. It's just all so proper. <laughs> Yours in haste. Um, so, Walker helped Poe into the tavern and waited with him until Dr. Snodgrass and Poe's uncle, uh, Henry Herring, arrived. Uh, the two men assumed that Poe was just very drunk and agreed that he should be admitted to the Washington College Hospital, 
um, and they brought him over there by carriage. So Poe was admitted to the hospital, where he spent the next few days lapsing in and out of consciousness. He was gripped by visual hallucinations and fits of delirium. In the hospital, he was tended to by Dr. John J. Moran, who later wrote that all of his attempts to question Poe about his state were met with incomprehensible ravings, and he never managed to get any sort of real discernible answer at all. So Poe apparently kept crying out the name Reynolds on the night of October 6th. He also made reference to a wife in Richmond, but his wife, uh, Virginia Eliza Clem Poe, had actually died two years prior. So that's a little weird. Never trust someone with four names. <laughs> yes. So after five days in the hospital, Edgar Allan Poe died somewhere around 3 to 5 a.m. on October 7th, 1849. Moran reported that Poe's last words were, quote, Lord, help my poor soul. His cause of death was listed as phrenitis or swelling of the brain on his death certificate so how the hell did poe get to the gutter and then get dead mysteriously oh i expect you're about to tell us i sure will well i'll tell you what i know so his discovery in baltimore on october 3rd was actually the first time anyone had seen poe in a week he had left Richmond, Virginia uh, for his home in New York City on September 27th. And uh, he was supposed to stop in Philadelphia along the way to edit a collection of poems for another writer. But yeah, after he left Richmond, nobody heard from him until he appeared in Baltimore at all. Never made it to Philadelphia. Never, certainly never made it to New York. I mean, back in those days, obviously nobody had phones, things like that, so wasn't always that unusual for people to just not keep in communication. True. But they didn't usually end up wearing someone else's clothes outside of a bar in a totally different city. Hey, we are not here to kink shame. People <laughs> want to get drunk and wear other people's clothes. You can't shame them for that. Okay. <laughs> um... But yeah, so because the days leading up to Poe's death are such a mystery, people have come up with many theories about his true cause of death. So let's go through a few of them. The first one, and a very, very popular one uh, shortly after his death, was alcoholism. So, you know, a good, a good place to start, considering that the people who picked him up thought, hey, this guy's just really drunk. I mean, if you've also, if you've been missing for a week, that's a long time to be drunk. That's a hell of a bender. And going into immediate withdrawal. Yes. Or like going into detox and, you know, very quickly going into withdrawal does bring some really nasty side effects. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And it can definitely echo like the or exhibit some of the symptoms like the, you know, delirium and hallucinations and you know, yeah. sort of ravings. So this this theory was actually favored by Poe's friend, Dr. Snodgrass. He believed that alcohol ultimately is what did in the author. 
And Snodgrass spent a great deal of time after Poe's death trying to spread this theory through the world because he was a huge proponent of the temperance movement. Was Poe not a part of the temperance movement at one point as well? Yes, we will get to that. But yeah, so this theory doesn't quite fit because Dr. Moran noted that Poe had, quote, not the slightest odor of liquor upon his breath or person. Poe's regular drinking buddies also refuted these claims, saying that Poe was known to drink every now and then, but never more than the regular person. And some even say that uh, Poe was a serious lightweight and would be completely drunk after just one drink, which was apparently a hereditary condition that he shared with his sister. So he was not likely to go, you know, on a week-long bender. But, on the other hand, it wouldn't take much for him yes. to, to go on a bender compared to what it would take for, like... Someone else. You know, an average person. Yeah. What would constitute a bender for them. Yeah. And, like you mentioned, prior to his death, Poe was also a member of the Sons of Temperance. And people who knew him in the temperance community believed that uh, Poe had upheld his pledge of sobriety and had they had they said they had no reason to believe that he had turned to drinking excessively but equally you say this genetic condition meant he was a lightweight to start with if you've been sober for a long time you have yes virtually no tolerance so all that together can be like a perfect storm for you to be absolutely off your tits yes absolutely so that's the alcohol theory uh there are a number of theories that revolved around Poe having some sort of pre-existing medical condition that led to his death. Um, and they range the gamut of possible conditions. But um, the most frequent ones that I saw in my research included heart disease, brain lesions, syphilis, epilepsy, and uh, diabetes. So apparently, like, a doctor had diagnosed Poe with health or heart problems in 1846, but then Poe had, like, publicly refuted this diagnosis. And so there's this sort of, like, back and forth, like, did he have a bad heart? Didn't he? We don't know. One doctor who tended to his uh, wife before she died said that he believed Poe had uh, lesions on his brain which would explain, um, if you've seen the very, very famous picture, daguerreotype of Poe, you'll notice that his face is kind of like crooked a little bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah. So apparently this doctor said that these brain lesions could explain that sort of slouching of the face, if you will, Mm. or asymmetry. Um, yeah, some some thought it was long untreated syphilis. Now, the most plausible of these theories seems to be meningitis, uh, because this meshes best with Poe's sort of listed cause of death of like brain swelling, phrenitis, if you will. So that seems pretty plausible. Another possibility that people believe uh, is that Poe might have had cholera. Mm. So apparently he traveled through Philadelphia in early 1849, 
during a cholera epidemic there. Well, that's just silly. Isn't it just? Um, And he became ill while he was in the city. So some believe that maybe ultimately it was the cholera that got him. Uh, Now, in, in uh, in the list of things that have been ruled out, in 2006, tests were carried out on a sample of Poe's hair that ruled out heavy metal toxicity, including lead or mercury poisoning. So wasn't those, but it could have been any of the other things listed. Now, this next theory is a little different. This one's my favorite. Ooh, I'm excited. This theory is called cooping. So the day that Poe was found was an election day. And elections in Baltimore at the time had a reputation for being corrupt and violent. Do we really need to touch on this topic at this time of year on this year? Well, yes. So <laughs> don't don't get any ideas, folks. But here's what was going on in Baltimore in 1849. So because Poe was found outside a polling place, many believed he had been a victim of cooping. Uh, now, cooping was a voting fraud scam where gangs kidnapped random people off the street and held them in a room called the coop. Uh, These kidnapped victims were then forced to go and vote at multiple polling places all day long. They were beaten and plied with alcohol during their captivity, and often their clothing would be changed to disguise them for another go-around at polling stations that they had already voted in. So this theory would explain why Poe was found wearing clothes that were definitely not his own. He, when he was found, he was wearing a stained and faded uh, coat and trousers. He was wearing a pair of worn-out shoes and an old straw hat. And by all accounts, um, his attire was very out of character because the author was known to be quite a sharp dresser. So that's my favorite. I have heard that theory before. Yeah. But also in the olden days, you used to get given drinks after you voted as well. Yes. Yes. As incentive. Because most polling places were in like taverns or bars or whatever. Yeah. So if you've already been plied with alcohol by whoever's kidnapped you and then then, (laughs) you get given a drink every Every time you you vote. vote. Plus you've been beaten about the head a bit to get you to comply. That could yeah. That could mess you up. Could be a combination of of that and alcohol poisoning. Yeah, exactly. And now another interesting theory uh, that ties into the cooping is rabies. So, some believe that while Poe was held in the coop, he came into contact with uh, rats and contracted rabies, which later killed him. Right. Which could fit with the hallucinations, actually. So Yeah. It's a possibility. So those are like the main theories that I could find. I'm a fan of the cooping theory because that seems to fit the best to me. I mean, that covers all the theories. It does. They all kind of fit together if you go with that one as well. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, it's uh, very likely that we will never know exactly how Poe died. Uh, Now, if you remember, that doctor that treated Poe during his last days in the hospital, turns out he was a pretty unreliable source. 
And um, he is basically the only source of information about Poe's condition following his discovery outside of Gunner's Hall. So Dr. John Moran kept Poe in a prison-like room in the hospital with bars on the windows uh, that was usually reserved for drunk patients. Uh, And Poe wasn't allowed any visitors. Now, Moran had often changed his account of Poe's last days after Poe's death. And in many accounts, he said that he had immediately contacted Poe's aunt and mother-in-law, Maria Clem. And yeah, Poe married his first cousin, so Maria Clem was both his aunt and his mother-in-law. Just weird. Yeah, it's not great. (laughs) I mean, I know technically it's not incest, but it's still weird. It's not great. Also, she was 13 when he married her. and Nope. Yep. 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 Fuck this guy. This is not about that. So, um, yeah, so Moran said that he immediately wrote to Maria Clem after Poe's death, but in actuality, he had only written to her on November 9th, over a month after Poe died, after she had specifically written to him and requested information. Well, when did Poe die? October 7th. So did they used to have elections in October instead of November? I guess. I don't know if it was like maybe a local election or something. I couldn't grasp that. Yes. So. No, it it, it didn't register with me before when that it was October because it was election day. So I just yeah. thought oh, it's beginning of November. Be no- second Tuesday in November. Register. Yeah. The, the whole second Tuesday in November thing is a more modern uh, rule, I believe. Yeah. So a little inconsistent there. Moran also gave differing accounts of Poe's last words, uh, including saying that he had uttered the very ornate and flowery phrase, quote, The arched heavens encompass me, and God has his decree legibly written upon the front frontlets of every created human being, and demons incarnate, their goal will be the seething waves of blank despair. No, he didn't. Exactly. <laughs> I'm sorry. All these famous last words are just crap. I don't believe any of them. No, certainly not that one. Um, and uh, you wouldn't be alone because many believe that Poe would never, ever have said something like this, even if he was in his right mind. Uh, now, for each of his sort of, sort of varying accounts, Moran claimed that hospital records backed up his assertions. But a search of the records a century later found that uh, there was absolutely nothing there to support his claims at all. And because of his sort of wonky recounting of events and the lack of witnesses to Poe's final days, his true cause of death will likely remain mysterious. Now, there's another thing that complicates all this. So, Oh, goody. It's always something, right? So added on to all of this, immediately after Poe's death, his literary rival Rufus Wilmont Griswold wrote a very high profile and slanderous obituary that painted Poe as a drug-addled madman. So kind. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. Some of the best people are. (laughs) So Griswold also managed to convince Maria Clem to name him as the executor of Poe's literary works. How? Nobody really knows. 
Seems weird, but he did it. Uh, so then Griswold went on to try to completely destroy Poe's reputation. He published an article called Memoir of the Author, which was included in an 1850 volume of Poe's collected works, which described Poe as a drug addict, drunken, and depraved. And because of that, this image of Poe uh, became widely accepted, which sort of further obfuscated the potential truth behind his death. So that... I guess is perhaps truly in keeping with Edgar Allan Poe's legacy. A man who spent his life crafting tales of mystery and the macabre created the most curious mystery of all with his death. So Hmm. that's the mysterious death of Poe. It's a very sort of poetic way of looking at it. Yeah. So what do you think? I think the, probably the cooping theory because he was in someone else's clothes he'd been beaten about the head he was drunk so if even if he had still been a member of the temperance movement and everything like that yeah plus even if he'd maintained sobriety combined with the genetic condition it wouldn't have taken much for him to be absolutely paralytic yeah so combined with all the drinks you got given at polling places in those days. Yeah, if you drank, if you voted like 10 times, he'd be fucking blitzed. Yeah. And he was not a big man either. Mm. So I think that's probably the most likely because that does sound like the symptoms of alcohol poisoning. Yeah, it does. Rabies, I'm not so sure about. <laughs> it seems a bit more of a stretch. Yeah. I... I've always been a really big foe of, nope, I've always been a really big fan of Poe's writing. Um, Mm. And he was born in Boston, so gotta love the Boston authors. (laughs) Um, So I actually had no idea that he had just died mysteriously. So this was fun. Yeah. I, the only reason I know is because it was an episode of BuzzFeed Unsolved. I don't think I've ever really seen anything else about his death yeah i have a collection of poe's works which i have never read i just never got around to it so good i remember when i was doing my undergrad degree we had a lecturer who she was really into like the macabre and into horror and things like that and i think i can't remember what module it was that she was teaching it could have been animated cinema and she basically told us, you know, go into Waterstones or W.H. Smith and find, you know, the, the old classics, mm-hmm. you know, the ones that you can get for like one ninety nine, or you could then at least. She said, go find some of these old classics, read them over Christmas and, you know, read all these, these old really macabre tales and see how that's influenced. You'll see how that's influenced like animation and horror and everything. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I've still never read any. <laughs> well, I think... I, well, no, I went and got a copy of Grimm's, actually. Oh, that's a good one, too. Not Poe, because I find the the juxtaposition of Grimm's and the Disney stories they ultimately became. I love that Really fascinating. I love that, too. My favorite Grimm's fairy tale, Hans my Hedgehog. Love that one. I don't remember that one. It's not a popular one, but it's a good one. I have to 
have to <laughs> you have to go for. find it. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, that's that's the mysterious death of Edgar Allan Poe. Uh, we would love to know what everyone out there listening's favorite theory is, or if you have other information that I missed, uh, I, I will admit that it was hard to sort of figure out what exactly to include in this because it's kind of all over the place. But yeah, let us know what you think on social media. We'll be there. And be sure to come back tomorrow for part two of our look at uh, serial killer Andre Chikatilo. Is that correct? Yes, it will be. Okay. So, yes, come back for that tomorrow. And make sure that you are following us on social media because we're planning a special, like, Halloween contest this week. And you don't want to miss it. So, thank you for listening to our spooky, spoopy, scary, not-so-scary stories. And we'll see you soon. Thank you for listening. We will see you all tomorrow. Bye-bye. Bye.